listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. The following. Is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Hello everyone and welcome to season two episode one of Adulting Ain't Easy live from LafiCon. Yeah. Having some feedback issues, but it's fine. I am joined as always with my lovely wife Liz. I know now it's wife, it's not girlfriend. It is no anymore. It is wife. Yeah. Hello. Well last time we recorded this we weren't married. We, was the uh, was it like November? Was the last episode we recorded? I it was like yeah, it was November because we didn't want to do anything month of our wedding. Are we having some technical difficulties? No. Alright, we are actually <laughs> joined by some special guests here, kind of going down the line. We have Dick from Podcast Free. How are you hey, doing today, Hey, Dick? I am doing great. And then moving down the line, we also have Tyler McLaughlin. How are you doing, Tyler? Doing good. And you have some special guests with you. Yeah, my wife, Skylar, and my daughter, Ruby, are up here with us. Hello. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Welcome. Welcome. So we didn't really have a, a specific talking points we wanted to cover today. I don't know if Liz had any thoughts about what she'd like to discuss because we're everyone on here, obviously besides Ruby, is married, so that's exciting. So yeah, I guess they're adulting harder than we are. That's they are adulting harder than we are because <laughs> everyone except us has kids, and that's totally okay with us. <laughs> Do you guys plan on having kids? Oh yeah, just yeah. not not at this moment, We've not this junction. We've got four fur babies. Well, one has wings. We just got a bird. So. We did get a bird. That's <laughs> yeah. So it's exciting. Yeah. We have we have a zoo, but we don't have any children right now. So we have a different kind of zoo than you. I was going to say, if you had, had children, you would have a zoo as well. So. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess um, I don't know if this has been talked on, but uh, I guess starting with Dick. Dick, what's your story, your adulting story. Oh, my adulting story. Where when do we begin? Figure out that you were an adult. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> when I turned 25 and I got my discount on car insurance. Oh uh, yeah, that was nice. I felt like a big kid. I was like, I'm a real boy now. Right, and you own a house. You got a family. Uh, I I own a house. I have a family. Like, on paper, have a family uh, as of October 13th. And uh, then, like, w- I got married, and then I bought a house, like, all in the same month. It was that's, crazy. That's a crazy month. It, it, it was. It also gave you a podcast studio. Yes, it did. Like, an official, I don't have to worry about my roommate's studio. Right, <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's just been nice. It's been real nice. And Tyler, I think we, I feel like we've touched on this before, but what is, uh, when, because you've kind of done a bunch of different things, so what's your adulting story? When did you uh, first feel like an adult? I had a really uh, difficult and tumultuous childhood, so I matured very quickly. Had to, you know, take a big part into raising my siblings. So I've kind of had that old man mentality for a long time. I actually I didn't know you. Oh, go ahead. Now you go. I actually didn't know you had any siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have two half sisters. Nice. That's okay. I love the old man mentality. I feel like I'm already in that mentality. It's like I see, like when, when we're at the movies with like the teenagers, and I'm just like, oh, youths, and they just talk. Especially in horror movies. I don't know what it is about horror movies that just teenagers just love to sit there and just talk. I feel like I'm a little bit um, easier. I'm a little bit of an easier going version of Red Foreman. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I most identify as i i had the old man mentality when i was younger 
and then things changed for me and I started that's when I decided okay it's party mode time I'm gonna enjoy my life now experience things and so like I'm, I'm slowly getting back to the old dad mode mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's not always the right way to be I mean no yeah, it's true. as much as I like to shake my fist and yell right. get off my lawn See, real that's my favorite thing to do now right. that I have a lawn. It's like, ooh. <laughs> like we saw kids, I don't know, it was like in the summer, we saw some kids like running through our backyard. I'm like, what? Are these what? I'm like, what are they doing? We just Go did all this get. stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> like, come on. Watch out for the dog poop. Get out yeah. of our yard. Right? That's what I was thinking. Go like, off my luck. lawn. <laughs> don't step in dog poop. Go on, boy, get him. <laughs> get out of here with your, your stick and your wheel. <laughs> stick in your wheel. <laughs> What year is this? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know we've. Uh, I, saw, I still had a chance to see your place. I finally saw Tyler's place yeah. yesterday. So yeah, that was fancy. always nice. Thank you. Getting to see the family. But I hope to have you guys up in my neck of the woods at some point. I know yeah. it was a bit of a challenge, but yeah. I know Tyler and I talked about that. But nice to get you up there. I, I still want to see your place at some point. Oh, definitely. Like we still have. We st- we're still work trying to work out some kind of like podcasting day, like we did almost two years ago yeah, a lot has happened since yeah then. yeah and, that would be nice and blaine and i have talked about it doesn't it obviously doesn't necessarily need to be here i mean blaine and i are more than willing to drive up and, and be that happy medium so you and nate and the family don't always have to cruise down here right right so it'll yeah. always alternate but it's always fun because we get to be adults traveling because we don't get to do that that often we're mostly traveling like with my family or with his family and so it's nice to like just be the two of us yeah yeah just go yeah. we always have all the interesting hotel experiences right. because we go for cheap mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't usually that, work out thank you lafayette days then right that yeah. was, oh you guys was, stayed here last night yeah, yeah we, we did awesome here last awesome night. that was a whole mess of a thing i definitely don't use like an expedia type server just go direct to the hotel i don't care how much it saves you that well, was you a, tell that story. a hassle and a half story. yeah so when we decided to come down here and like we're getting just everything accommodated, uh, I went to what I thought was like the hotel site, and I was like, it was like the it was the first one that popped up on Google. I'm like, all right, so I went through it, got my tickets, and then I was like, it didn't work, and I was like, well, all right, and then I I found out like, oh, you got charged for that room, and it didn't reserve anything for you, and I was like, awesome. So I had to call and deal with uh, overseas customer service, and that was so much fun. And I've Fantastic. I've done customer service, so I'm. I'm a nice person to a point, but I was just like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Like, I don't have tickets, I'm out money, and what are you going to do? Well, like, then you said you, like, you booked again, and then they're like, you actually called the hotel, and you're like, oh, by the way, you have three rooms reserved. I was like, and he's like, I how'd that from, happen? I was like, I went from no rooms, so then I booked a room separately that I was going to try and cancel this one. It's like, no, you have three, and I was like, all right, so something messed up. So then I was like, okay, so I canceled the one I made, now I just have the one room. And then it's like, and then I got to call you, it's like, oh, you sent us an email saying you canceled. Like, I emailed you before I called you on the phone. You just chose to not acknowledge my phone conversation with you. So then I end up on, like, a call on, like, a Monday while I was at work on a job site for, like, a half hour being like, all right, I'm not going to – either I need tickets or I need my money back. You I'm not going to – room. What? <laughs> tickets. Yeah, my no. room. Either my room or my, or my money back. And they got all worked out. They just re, they refunded me, rebooked my room, and – we were able to have it last night, but I was like, I'm never going through this again. It's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. I hate being the complainer, the customer service. Like, that's like my true fear is just sitting, like, on a call forever and ever and ever. It's the worst thing about being an adult. Oh, I play for blood. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, I remember you, you, you shared your story about how uh, your Xfinity issue. Oh, no, that's yeah, the worst. I've been, a, I've been a Comcast customer for almost a decade, and... You know, I was tired of paying 200 bucks a month for cable, so I called to cancel my service. And I, ex- I was prepared for the, the runaround of, well, let's see what we can do to keep, keep you a customer. And the most that Comcast could do for me was lower my bill $3. Ooh, and three. they could not understand why that wasn't enough. Yeah, that's... Well, it's, 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 we're giving you some money off, but it's like three, $3 is not even worth my phone call to no. you. I, I have been on the phone for over an hour. An hour of my time is worth more than three dollars. Oh like twenty dollars, maybe we can talk. But maybe, maybe. I feel like if you're not going at least into the double digits, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I, the second person that I talked to, um, it actually, you know, tensions kind of went down. It was actually a good conversation. Mm-hmm. 
we went through some stuff and he said well you, you know you've you've been a customer for almost 10 years you know explain to me why you're wanting to you don't have to explain to me but if you don't mind just taking a minute you know kind of make me understand why you are wanting to leave our service and i was like look um you know it's not even as much about the money but it is i pay two hundred dollars a month for this amount of stuff that two hundred dollars i'm not getting the value that i'm paying for right. and that's not acceptable and you know like the old man old man mentality that i have i have the the kind of perspective that if you've had a customer for a really long time you know yeah you can do a you can do a lot of stuff to get a new subscriber base, but why would you not try and maintain the customer base that you have? Right. Absolutely. So, they always give the best deal to those new customers to like lock in, like, oh, because like I just had the issue, like I, like originally I had just internet, and I had like internet and basic cable because it was a slightly better deal, and then mm-hmm. it's like it went up, and I was like, and you didn't do anything about it. It's like, well, for like thirty dollars more, we can get you a hundred extra channels. I'm like, you're offering the same deal you're offering me now to like a first time customer for half that. Mm-hmm. Like, could you not give me somewhere in the middle? Like, yeah. I shouldn't be paying a hundred dollars for like eight channels of internet. And and you know, as the conversation continued, I, I said the last person that I talked to was under the understanding that I basically wanted you to give everything to me for free. I'm I'm a realist. I don't want anything for free. I gotta pay for it, but don't. Don't try and don't don't be a thief. Don't try and steal my money. Right. You know. Right. So, I canceled it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so you, you crossed your effective date, right? So now you're. What's that? Have you already crossed your effective ending dates? Now you're completely. Yeah. So when the 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 reason I had to speak to more than one person the first time I called, I got through all the the runaround, and then I said, okay, when does my contract expire? Because they said, well, you're gonna ca- if you want to cancel today, you have to pay an early termination fee. I said, okay, what's the fee? $20. And I, normally I would be like, take that $20 and shove it. But I, I just paused and I thought, why would I give them any more money than I have to? Right. So I said, well, when does my contract expire? April the 5th. I said, okay, I want my service canceled on April the 5th. Then I don't owe you anything. My contract is expired. Well, you can only do that seven to ten days out, and this was in the middle of March. Well, so I, I waited. I waited until get on your calendar. You're just like I waited. The day. I waited until exactly <laughs> seven days from April the, April the fifth, and then I called him back. So well, I would have been livid. Oh, I, w- I was mad. I was hot. I like I wouldn't even have waited. I'd been like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm giving you so much notice. Mm-hmm. I would have been mad. But Although the, I would have complained, I wouldn't have complained to them because sometimes I get really nervous. I can't do that like to new people, but I would have complained to him. Oh yeah, I'd been livid <laughs> oh, for no reason. Skylar hurt for sure. I mean, because she was sitting in the other room, and she might as well have been sitting right next to me. Because I, I am not very friendly. If I've worked in customer service, so I understand what those people have to go through. I don't want to be that guy. Right. But if you are being <laughs> Ruby got a balloon. Oh, it's so cute. Awesome. Your but if if you're being combative and, and argumentative with with someone that is just trying to get to the bottom of whatever they're trying to figure out, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. if you're not going to give me the respect, I'm not going to give you the respect. Sorry. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. And did you did you did you get internet through a different provider? Or? Yeah. So so I contracted Metro or I contacted Metronet and they gave me an incredible deal for basically two years and then i signed up for youtube tv um how do and you like that i feel like a lot of people are it's going that way. awesome it's and it's still pretty good price right it's 40 bucks a month and it's 40 bucks a month and i get everything that i regularly watched except mtv that's the only thing that we don't have okay and you're I, okay while he watches what you're okay then yeah, yeah. but we like jersey shore <laughs> <laughs> that's our one guilty pleasure is making oh, fun of the awesome. Guido crew, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, I've Do you been. Have a, your own little T-shirt time. And yes, I, we laundry. used it. We used to GTL, um, <laughs> but uh, no. Originally, I was going to go with with YouTube or um, Hulu with live TV, and then I did a little bit of research and I figured out that I get Hulu for free with because I pay for Spotify Premium. Okay. So the Hulu exclusive stuff I get for free, and then I pay for YouTube TV, and I've been really really happy with it. Might be something to consider for us. Yeah, because I think because yeah, mine just jacked up twenty bucks, and I don't know when my contract actually ends. I think it's pretty soon because I've had it for about two years now. So I'm probably at the end of that promotional period, and they're just gonna jack up and be like, "Bye, this mm-hmm. has been fun." I mean, yeah. and and I don't know. I kind of I used to be really 
like brand or service loyal to things. But if you're not getting the benefit, why wait? Why continue to waste the money? You Absolutely. Know? And if they're gonna, you know, if their customer service is gonna give you the runaround and just be rude and combative, like why stay? Absolutely. When there's plenty of other places that train their employees to, you know. Dick, do you have nicer. cable? Do I have cable? Absolutely not. You just have the internet and then streaming. Uh, yeah, we got. I mean, we do uh, Apple TV, so I, I rent movies through that. I can rent movies through my smart TV, uh, Netflix, HBO, Hulu. We we had this awesome Black Friday deal for Hulu uh, for ninety nine cents. I think I think it was like ninety nine cents a month for like a year. Wow, ninety nine cents a month. Yeah, it's just regular Hulu. That's but, still awesome. Yeah, That's twelve bucks like a year. We, we got to watch the act for six weeks, so that was nice. Nice. Very good. <laughs> Is that show any good? I don't know. It, that's, a, that's a horror story for it's me. It's interesting. It's and really interesting because we story. we watched we watched the act. I'm pretty sure that it's done. Uh, it, it ended this last Wednesday, and uh, then we watched the doc, the HBO documentary, um, "Mommy Dearest Dead" and "Mommy Dead" or something like that. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. And like the the similarities like the way they acted and said certain things were just spot on because they have like the actual police station recordings Mm -hmm. from when they took them in and all that and like that was just dead on that sounds awesome that is adult yes yes i was pretty adamant that i wasn't going to watch that show and i walked into the other room and she was watching it and i sat down for like like 30 seconds and i was instantly hooked so we watched it see like i can't I'm like, like I really do want to watch it, but I really want to watch the documentary first because I followed that story like from the second I saw it on the news. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I just haven't gotten my act together since we didn't have HBO. What a shock! Right. (laughs) I think you should watch the show and then watch the documentary because then the documentary you see the real thing and then you see, whoa, they did that really well. (laughs) It really makes you want to get HBO. Like, and like how we even fell into the trap of when uh, during. Oh, what day was that when they dropped the uh, Twilight Zone on YouTube? Oh, yeah. We're like, we're not going to get CBS All Access. It's like, oh, they dropped an episode of the Twilight Zone. And I watched it. I'm like, damn, I really don't want to get twi- has like, CBS All Access, but mm-hmm. I really want to watch the rest I of the know. Twilight Zone. It was so, so good. It was so good. Yeah, but. Oh. So, yeah, cable is definitely a big adulting problem. And I feel like, as we've seen, that's come out a lot recently, it's like everyone wants their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting to get to the point where it's going to be, well, I have. 20 streaming services and I play 200 bucks a month now for it plus my internet but then cable's just going to keep there's just going to be no cable channels and they're like actually we have a new thing called cable it's going to lump all of this into one thing again I'm like oh that sounds better well and, and Nate and I talked about it a little bit on JIC a couple weeks ago um, with, with the Disney Plus streaming service coming out in November the cable com- the cable and dish companies are going to have to do something to maintain their subscriber base because what incentive do you have to stay Right. I pay I pay for HBO now, so I don't need cable to get HBO. Right. You know, YouTube TV has given me everything that I want except one thing, and I really don't need that one thing. Right. So, I mean, what is the incentive? They're going to have to do something, otherwise it's going to go to the wayside. Right. It's the same reason, like, when... Uh, it's not to do the same thing like the magazines, the newspapers. When mm-hmm. those things started faltering, they started making deals to get new customers and per- keeping their customers. So it's rather... Instead of losing keeping your same price when I'm losing like half your client base, drop it and maintain like 80%. Mm-hmm. Because all their, their customer base, I mean, I look at it as an investment. They've invested into their customer base. If you cut the price in half, you are still turning a profit. Right. You're just not turning a billion dollar a year profit. Right. So. To, <laughs> sorry. Ruby, you're such a cute mini. Mini. That's funny. <laughs> But yeah, they have to understand that like it's not the way it was when cable is the only option. Everyone right. had it. It's just you have to adjust to the because our generation are really just dropping off of it like flies, just because there's why I can get ninety percent of what I want somewhere else for half the price. I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Keyword: what you want. Yes. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Because us millennials, we want what we want, and I don't. Well, I'm not gonna pay for something. We don't, don't need don't filler. Want. Right. Mm. Well, and one of the reasons that I praise YouTube TV so much is the commercials aren't that often. And when a commercial comes up, it tells me exactly how many commercials those are going to be and for exactly how how long they're going to run. The two out of three commercials for Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. Yep. And and most of the time, they're not even 30 seconds. They might be 10 to 15 seconds long. So yeah, the only ones I really hate from that is when you get the ones where it's the same. Every commercial break is the same, like three commercials. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
I get it. But especially during, um, it was like the the last election cycle. I could be in the same political ad every commercial break. And I was oh like, yeah. I just I don't even want to watch the show anymore because I don't want to see this commercial. Ever. I just want to like put it, turn it off, and come away and come back when it's over. But if you remember back to cable TV, we got the same OxyClean commercial back to back all day long. So <laughs> that, is, that is true. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. He's the best. Or Sham yes. Wow. Yeah. Um. So. I have the CW app, so I can watch Flash and Arrow yeah. and all those shows yeah, at I my leisure. And so it has commercials, as you know, and uh-huh. sometimes it screws up and you get the same commercial three times in a row <laughs> before you get back to your regular sc- scheduled programming. Right. Uh, and so like I and sometimes it'll sometimes it'll be like just a, a, a product ad. Other times it'll be another CW show. So like I, I think it was. I think it was like iPhone 10 or something. I just got the same iPhone 10 commercial three times in a row. I'm like, it looks the the commercial itself is really pretty, but can we get back to my show? Right. right. I still remember with those the ones where they tease the CW once. I'll get like a tease for the ep- like if I'm behind, I'll get a tease for a future episode of the show I'm watching. Like yeah. you know, I'm watching episode seven. Don't tease yeah, me episode ten. What I know. are you doing? Like they I did get that to it. me. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Like I'm caught up now, but this is not okay. Because they keep wanting you to watch it. They're they just do. The mind control of oh, commercials. It's only been not that long. Yeah. Um, well, and <laughs> yeah. it's now that we have uh, have Skylar back, who's a little preoccupied with a bowl of getting snacks. called out. You got yeah, called out. Called out. Hello. Hello. Have you been on a podcast on the network before? Uh, hi, Al. No podcast. Podcast review and journey into comics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just oh, yeah, you were on you know, when you did the the what movie did you guys see? Captain Marvel. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So I guess um, while you have a while you have a child on your lap, what is your adulting story? Just kind of circle back because you you had stepped away like, when we had yeah, talked when about. When did you first feel like you were an actual adult? Um. Uh, probably. Stand by. Yeah. <laughs> probably when we first moved out, uh, 2015. Yeah. When we got our first place together. <laughs> <laughs> the, the taking of the microphone was the best. <laughs> Ruby, when did, Ruby, when did you? She just wants to adult? have it. <laughs> Are you a big girl? When did you feel like a big girl? <laughs> oh, now you're shy all of a sudden. Aww. Here, can you sit over here? <laughs> oh. She's a, she's a strong, independent woman. Yeah. She's two going on 30. Now she's just making faces at us. Yep, uh, yep. She's like, I don't want to Now she's just question. mocking us. Yeah. <laughs> Peasants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it weird doing your podcast in front of your family watching from the audience? No, not at all. I'm, I'm yeah, used to they've well, been in the room with you before. I, they've, uh, they've, I've, I know that they'll watch it while I'm doing the show. Uh, but So, I mean, I guess it is different actually seeing them directly in front of me, which is awesome. Right. Um, it's it's awesome to have them here. It's not like yes. they're just like yeah. strongly against your podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I will not let you do that. No way. No, it's been it's been pretty great because uh, Miranda came in my life right around the same time I was starting this whole podcasting journey. So she's been with me since kind of my beginning. I mean, I've been doing it for a little bit as like a guest and a little right. bit. You did your metal segments that you were doing yeah i i did that a little bit and then yeah i I just been guesting on jic for like the longest time and uh, i guess i tried doing it in high school unbeknownst to myself your your Uh, youtube bits yeah i don't want to talk about that but no um it's it's been youtube star no oh those are so (laughs) bad my podcast were like me talking a little bit about something usually current ongoings in my life and then uh, the rest of it was shout outs (laughs) shout outs to my friends oh so cute uh but no it's so miranda she came in in my life right around the time i started podcastrophy and she's been nothing but supportive of it the entire time and it's it's been great because normally like 
you get kind of like a Yoko Ono situation where some a girl comes in and it takes you away from the things you are passionate about and want to do your hobbies. But no, she's been 100% supportive since the beginning. That's great. That's I great. like the and reference to Yoko Ono. Yeah. <laughs> she still does stuff. She didn't kill the band. She was that band, okay? Huh? What? But I said she was the Beatles. Yoko Ono was the Beatles. Unpopular opinion. That's definitely not my opinion. Right. I just wanted to be that guy. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think it was, it was right before you bought your house when you're like, I don't know if we're going to have a live show. I might be buying my house at that time. Or, mm-hmm. or it was something, you, were, you had to do, there was like a you know, conflict of time and you're like, I might just not be podcasting. Or did Tyler, was you a solo that one? I don't remember. I think. I don't story. know. I don't remember like either. Like it was the day that you were supposed to close. Yeah. I can't remember that. I just remember bits and pieces of that. No, because we closed on a Wednesday. No, we closed on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I think, I think what happened was, so we decided, I was like, I'm closing that day, so I'm not going to be able to record because we're also going to move that day as well. And uh, so I had... I had a pre-recorded like oh uh, we we used one of our road to infinity war things. Oh, that was the day we used this Doctor Strange review. Yeah. However, after I decided that, I packed up my computer and didn't upload it. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And I was like, "Oh, crap. That was smart." <laughs> yeah, don't think about things when you're packing. Like I need to get all this stuff in a box and then get it out of Yeah, like I I here's here's the dumb thing. I edited it. I I added like a little like monologue intro saying hey i'm moving today so this is what you're getting instead and i say i i I rendered it out Mm -hmm. turned off my computer (laughs) and then packed it up i didn't even upload it (laughs) sad day yeah yeah as an adult that's one of the things that i loathe the most moving yes oh i don't pack i just move and i hate it that's what i've done for, for like the longest time then Miranda came and she started packing my stuff <laughs> that's so nice <laughs> yeah, that's I won't do his no way I, well, I, I don't I get I get very o- overwhelmed by like all the little things and putting them mm-hmm. together so uh-huh. in the past I've I've grocery bagged it like really because uh, uh, you oh my God, you just accumulate Walmart bags and payless bags and whatnot over the course of living wherever you live and then so you you, you just start you have a ton of it. You have a that black garbage give, bag full of Put it all in there. That would give me so much anxiety <laughs> having grocery bags of stuff. I couldn't do it. I'd be it was like, bad. I was like, I couldn't. I don't know. Like, you can't even really write on them what it is. It's just If you collect Amazon boxes, you're just like, why do you have all, like, you have just odd sizes that are all consistent. Yeah. Just yeah. The Amazon boxes is fine because that's what you need to move. But, right. like, grocery bags with, like, I would have a heart attack. Right. I just like my stock. The grocery out. bags were more for, like, the miscellaneous, like, loose things. You dumped your junk drawer into it and be like, I will figure this out later. That, and uh, yeah, and I'm, like, four houses later, I'm still figuring out a couple of those bags. So. <laughs> the bags un- in a, in but a- at the same time, you realize how much you didn't need that stuff. Right. So then you That's can just the be like, you can just pitch it, uh, yeah. which I still need to do a lot of pitching. This is what yeah, that we found too, because we went through our redoing our office, or we've been trying to do it for a while. Yeah. But life gets in the way, and we've right. like looked at these boxes. We're like, we still haven't unpacked these things. Right. So like uh-huh. I had like all the stuff I had, like my knickknacks, like my stuff I had like in my apartment. That I was like, this will, this will go go down like an office shelf. We haven't redone the office, so there's no shelves to exist. So it's just. Box I haven't opened. It. Like, do I really need this stuff? I haven't acknowledged its existence for over almost a year. I uh, we've so we've lived in this house since November twentieth. I just unboxed all of my pop vinyl collection and put them on my desk. There you go. So yeah, I think mine, mine are still all finally starting to decorate. Yeah, there's a few. The newer <laughs> ones are out. The pop other pop yeah, I have, stuff is I have my Bob else. Ross, my Mr. Rogers, and then Austin Power. The newer ones I've gotten since we had are on the display. The Austin Power ones are the best. I will tell Dr. you. I'm a Austin huge I've only Austin had, Powers fan. I've only had I've only gotten two pop vinyls since I moved out or moved into this house, and it was uh, Gizmo. Uh, from Gremlins, I saw it at the LaFiCon, be- the LaFiCon before Christmas. It was right over here at this one of these booths right here, and I was staring at. It. I was like, I-, I went to show Nate. I'm like, Nate, check this out. Check this out. It's so cool. Like, Gizmo, and like it wasn't there. Turns out my wife bought it for me. Oh, and, I didn't tell you. And gave it to me for Christmas, so I, I had that. And then uh, I also got uh, Super Saiyan Blue Goku. <laughs> so completely different. <laughs> I have an entire room that was going to be my Star Wars slash nerd room when we moved into the house. 
We moved into the house in 2017, and I still have not unpacked that room. <laughs> so all your stuff still boxed up in there. Oh yeah, all your all your favorite things. Mm-hmm. It looks like a tornado went through it. Mm-hmm. It happens. I feel like there's so much stuff I've been wanting to do, but I get pulled into so many different things. <laughs> yes, we're storming the stage. Hello. This, this is the ultimate adulting. Is is a child on the podcast. I love it. Oh my gosh, the little. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's all she wanted to do. That's so now she's cute. content. That's the way. Liz, Liz is. Be Liz. still, my heart. I love little kids. And now she's gonna leave again. <laughs> Children, so fickle. Love it, though. They're Sweet. our future. Mm-hmm. They are our future. <laughs> and our past. <laughs> and our past. <laughs> oh. Go, 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 Ruby, go. <laughs> I got a feeling oh. it's going to be interesting being oh. a parent and giving... I feel like being... We're not. I, I'm very distracted now, but <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. Like, Tyler, you've had... Uh, you've had obviously been involved with Ruby since she was an infant, so you've been there, but... Uh, you Dick, say he's you been involved. Came in, <laughs> since you've been involved. I didn't mean it like that. I was just trying to do a comparison that, like, Dick, you kind of, you did, you kind of. Or this is more new to you. You didn't get the, yeah. uh, the building of the evolution of the kids. No, I didn't. I did not. I, I didn't get to program those kids. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, they they came to me pre-programmed. <laughs> but is it, is, it a, is it a weird feeling going from these are my my girlfriends then wife's children to like these are like my kids now like i am responsible well for i think by the, by the time i got to the point of like we were married like they they were basically my own right but coming in like it's it's so weird trying to um not ask what the boundaries are but figure out what the boundaries are for yourself mm-hmm. because like i've always kind of had like a parenting mentality because i right. did i was five, six years older than my young my oldest brother so like i parented my brothers just right. naturally. I, my, my mom would get so pissed off about it. <laughs> She'd right. be like, I'm the parent. I'll pick, what are you doing about it then? <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that was always my response. Like, well, you're not doing anything. Right, Which my mom, don't, I don't want to dog on my mom. My mom's awesome mom. Did great with us. But like, that was just me. Like, I was the person to like step up and be like, what are you guys doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> right. I definitely um, have that. Like, you better stop. Yeah. And I, so like going into myself being a parent uh it's it's be- definitely been interesting figuring out my myself as a, a real parent right your parenting style and yeah because kind of, did it did it come pretty quick after you're in that situation or was it like a lot of figuring out where like cause it's got to be weird like at least when you first started to like discipline kids that aren't technically yours <laughs> like when you're still dating yeah, like if the yeah. kid's acting out like can i yell at the kid for i know that's it's the weirdest thing it's the it's it feels so weird and so i'd have to just look at miranda and be like are you gonna do can, can i do, do can i do this or what are you gonna do yeah it right. was it was odd but did you ever i remember the first time i got to use my thunderous dad voice <laughs> can we get a sampling of that thunder? no i, mean, the right I, I don't want to do that i don't want to do that no it'll be too loud in the microphone <laughs> No, because uh, nah, it's it's an emotion. It's an emotion thing. Like, oh. It's an emotional in the moment thing. Right. Tyler, do you have a dad voice? If I did it, Ruby would cry right now. So oh. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. So we got harsh dad voice. At least yeah. she would cry. Like Skylar would to probably it now. cry too. <laughs> they've built they've built an immunity to it, so it doesn't even work. <laughs> they haven't heard my dad voice. <laughs> and cries. <laughs> <laughs> she sobs. Nope. Not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daddy, do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, that's. Did you ever, uh, did you ever see yourself like when you were younger as like, like if you saw yourself now when you were younger, do you think it would be a, a whole different experience of like you're in this position now in your life? I never really thought I would see myself there. Was that always kind of your trajectory in your head? Absolutely, total opposite. I remember you said you wanted to be a, a military guy, right? Mm-hmm. My plan was to get as far away from this place as I possibly could. I'm You're still here. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, myself, uh, opposite of Tyler. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, I kind of, I, uh, I was more of an adult towards the beginning of my adolescence than I am now. <laughs> so coming out of high school, like I always wanted that. I want to. I want to fall in love, get married, and have a kid. Like, right. like that was, that was my goal. That's that's what I tried to do. 
uh, early on. Like it wasn't until I would think I was I was almost 22 when all that fell apart and I had to start over. And by start over, I mean I had to figure out how to be an idiot an idiot college kid. Right. Which I wasn't even in college at that point, but like uh, I, I needed to figure out how to be just a kid, you know, and experience right. the things that I should be doing at the age of 21, 22. Right, because you jumped ahead oh, yeah, early, I, and then so you kind of had to I immediately back. tried to become family man, like right out of high school. And it doesn't always work that no, way. No, I, I, I grew up in an order that shouldn't have been. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it got you to where you it are did. now. It absolutely did. So... I have no, I have no complaints. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. Well, not even one letter. Not even <laughs> a letter. <laughs> Was we already asked what your, what your first adult? Well, like when you realized you were an adult? Did There's we talk so about that? Many. I feel like I we talked know. about it before, but I guess why we're here. I don't know. Was, was, uh, it, was it when you moved out for the first time? No. Went off to college? Not really. I think it was when I had to start making my own appointments because I hate talking <laughs> to people. Oh, I hate, I hate it. it too. I can't. Like, it you makes me, me so nervous. Like, I had to make a doctor's appointment. Like, I just had to call the doctor and, like, ask them if they'd fill out this form for one of my summer jobs. And it was like, I could not get the words out. I'm like, you know, that thing, like, can you get the doctor to sign this thing? And they're like, what thing are you talking about? I'm like, this release form, I don't know. And then it was just like, I was, I feel like I make a complete fool of myself on the phone. Like, I don't know how to function. And I'm a teacher, believe it or not. I mean, like, I have to talk to parents all the time. I probably sound crazy when I'm on the phone with these parents trying to get certain things out. Like, I can't. It's so bad. Mm. If I could have Andrew do it, I would, but right. that'd be really <laughs> unfortunate. Right. Because you don't have, well, actually, you don't have the parenting voice, but you have your, your teacher voice is pretty... I don't really know. I've never, I mean, I've had to recently because it's the end of the year and it's like these, I have like a group of fifth, I have the two opposite sides of middle school. I have fifth graders and then I have eighth graders. But it's like the fifth graders now are like getting into squirrely mode and I've had to use my teacher voice and... I've never really had to yell at a kid, really. I don't know. I just don't feel like it works, at least in a school right. setting. But. From what you've told me, definitely being a, a teacher now, I feel like the kids are a lot crazier than we were kids. Well, yeah. There's a lot of things that we would have never said to an adult that they can say just, just, mm-hmm. like, just like the wind, like, whatever, that's going to happen. Right. Like, I've been called every name in the book by a kid, and... If I would have ever done that to one of my teachers, my parents would have tanned my hide. But I was that kid. (laughs) You were that kid. I was that kid. Oh, man. We would have had a lot of problems if I were your teacher. (laughs) You underestimate my power. (laughs) (laughs) At least when I was a kid, I would get in trouble at school, then I would get in twice as much trouble at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just... I, I, I always had this understanding of how like what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to and I just didn't do the things I wasn't supposed to do Um, I did whatever I wanted (laughs) yeah I remember getting that's the life I wish I could have been that kid it wasn't great it's pretty awful I just remember getting a detention in second grade and being more upset not about the detention but the fact that when my parents found out about the detention I was like it's not gonna go well don't understand that either having detentions when you're that small you're still learning Uh, it was an accident I accidentally hit a kid in the face. That's exactly what happened, and I got a detention for that. The only thing I really did wrong was I, I started letting my grades slip, and then I never brought them back. It happens. It's all downhill from here, folks. Yeah. I, In fact, in eighth grade, I got straight Fs just oh. to prove you can't fail the eighth grade. Wow. And you still, they still pushed oh, you Oh, yeah, on. they pushed cool. me on. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's my teachers hated me, yet they loathed me, yet loved so, me because they knew I, I, I was capable of doing it. Because I, I, my tests were amazing, but I just didn't do any homework. Oh, so you like, you would, you just wouldn't do the work, but then like the test came, you're like, you got a, got an A on the test. You got to take notes. Why? I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm listening to right, you. So I'm like, actively listening to you. It's like all your, like you said, all these zeros, but then your tests are like 80s and 90s, yeah. and 100s, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, and it, that pe- like teachers just done un- didn't understand. Like, why aren't you applying yourself? Why aren't you taking notes? Like I just said, why aren't you taking notes? Because I'm actually listening to you. I'm, I'm and looking retaining at you. We were making contact. I'm I don't retaining have to this information. Mm-hmm. I don't need to take notes. Yeah. Then college happened, and I needed to take notes. <laughs> yeah, that 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 pull that switch when it's like, 
in You're college, class of 20 so easy to a class of 175. Uh, yeah, like no. High school getting A's is easy. In college, it's a lot more difficult. Ting, near I was like, I see why you wanted me to apply myself. <laughs> I see you I were la- you were laying some groundwork yes. that I did not understand. I can use my usual <laughs> tricks you, to but succeed you can't here. Tell an eighth grader that, like, oh, no. I'm gonna make you take notes because no. you're gonna have to eventually. When you're a teenager, you know everything, and oh, you're yeah. you're invincible, and mm-hmm. your oh. back doesn't hurt, and your joints don't ache. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have a good knee you and a bad knee anymore. It's fine. You can't do parkour when you're 20 no, something. No, you can't. Uh, not successfully. Not anyway. successfully. Yeah. At least not a normal, average Joe. Yeah. It's like uh, when you're in middle school, and high school, and you can just like you ride your bike. You have no. You're not touching the handlebars. You're fine. You try to do that now. You're gonna just break every bone in your body. <laughs> and the bike. And, and the, the bike. bike. And the bike. I just like go downhill. I'd just be like just leading back, and I was just like I know how to like weave and all that. Like try to do that now. I probably I haven't ridden a bike in one in a very long time either. So. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> Like, how do I do this again? It's always like riding a bike. No, it's not really. Not, not anymore. <laughs> I had this this spiel that I would give teachers every year when I walked into class and they would assign homework. And I would just tell them day one that I'm not going to do it because anything that happens after the time the last bell rings, that's my time. It's not their time. It's a very valid point. But what's the mentality you have now? What? I feel like it's the mentality you have now when it applies to work. It, it is. I mean, I'm... I'm devoted to whatever happens between this time frame. Anything that happens before that or after that, you have no control over that. That's my time. Time's the most important resource. It's true. It's the only truly finite resource that you have. What is the, uh, it's mine. No amount of money. Can, what, is that, what was the line from the movie? No amount of money can ever buy a second of time. That is true. That's true. What time are we at here? Are we at? <laughs> I love that we have this... Your child uh, running around the stage. She's doing a circuit. And, and that is that is adulting. Parkour. Yeah, that is the greatest. chaos and of being adulting. Able to keep everything going smoothly while yeah. this is happening in the background. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it though. It's just it's just, chaos. It just takes just this one little thing to make her happy and not crying and screaming. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I hope I'm that lucky. I, I, I like how <laughs> I don't know. Some of the kids I see like going through like the elementary school and stuff I'm like oh yeah. no what am I getting myself what would I get myself into yeah. I, I, I long for the days when all it took was a balloon to keep me occupied for and hours. running and, and running. running and running well, it's, it's like you just found an inanimate object and that was the best thing for I know Ugh. what's so bad with me when I see like kids that are under 10 with a cell phone I'm like who do you need to call it's all for games <laughs> come on now like I was given 50 cents and a payphone to call home when mm-hmm. I needed to leave somewhere. Yep. I like that you brought up like I miss the days where only a balloon could hold my attention. Now it's like I'm bored. We'll do something. I don't know what to do. Watch a movie. I don't know what movie to watch. Watch a show. I don't know what show to watch. You have so many options. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like yeah. too tired to like watch a video on YouTube. I I don't know which one. Yeah, it's like we were laying on the on our on our couch in the living room, it's like we should watch the movies. Like, what we should watch? Literally, there's like 500 physical movies plus Hulu, Netflix, all that. Yeah. And then it's like we can't even decide them. We just well, up. a lot of that uh, part of it is like trying to decide. Okay, what thing? What particular thing is worth this next hour of my time? Right. Yeah. Do I want to read a book? Do I want to go? work out or be active right. in some way do yeah. i want to actively engage it i don't know it's yeah, that's like our like our weird. after work routine is just we get home we make dinner we take the dog out occasionally or go to the gym or we're like okay we can watch an episode of game of thrones we can maybe watch a movie we could do one of these things and then that's it for the day and then the day is over and we gotta get ready for yeah. the next one my routine and if i'm off my routine Oh, you better watch out. <laughs> Poor kids the next day. It's like, right. Miss Sturba, you look really grumpy. Yeah, because I was out too late because my friends want to go to trivia, and now I'm all upset because I didn't get my 10 hours of sleep, and now you get to suffer. I get my six. I'm like, it's fine. I'll manage today. No, if I it's get fine. anything I'm under fine. than eight, it's, it doesn't happen. I'm like, I'm actually like a child still. It's really sad. <laughs> Liz, Liz, whenever we end to the point where we have kids, Liz is going to be in the worst straits for all of that. Pod Daddy has made his appearance. Yeah. Oh, man. I, you know, Another. I realized I've never been on this show before. You have not. No. Now you have. Well, and we were, but, we the, were like the, thinking, I'm like, oh, but Nate's been on all these shows. Maybe we should give him a break. No. Yeah. He's, I appreciate he's You came in right at the end there. So, I, ha- I had my break. I had my fun. It's cool. I'm back. I'm, I'm revitalized. Right. So, Nate, what's, what's your adult? Like, when was your first thought, like, I'm an adult now? What is... Oh, man. Uh... 
Honestly, I think it was when I had my first apartment. Like the very first, like, uh, the water bill's on me. The power bill is also, it's on me. You know, like, right. everything is, is up to me now. And right. And even if you have roommates, you to be, someone has to be the responsible one to make sure, all right, there's our bills. You have to give me the third of it or the fourth of it or well, whatever. And, I mean, you were in my first apartment. You I knew. I wasn't. actually were in the building I'm speaking of. So yeah. um, we did have roommates, and it was crazy, the experience of, like, Hey man, I'm gonna need the the like the 200 bones that you owe me for everything that you're doing here. Like that's it, you know. That's so weird. And being yeah, like, it's so, hey, it's so being awkward. Like, yeah, it is. It's and hard. It, and it's awkward. You're like, we're friends, but like, I'm not gonna cover this all. You need to give me. Do you know what's more awkward about it? When I was doing that, when I had roommates like that, 2008, PayPal wasn't a thing. No. I had to get money, actual physical, physical money, money and that made it even go more. To the bank and- yeah, or like you said, a check, which made it even more like. Oh. That's how I did it when I lived at the Doom Room with Nick. I'd be like, here's my rent, here's my PayPal. Rent oh, hey. Uh, not then for like the longest time, I, was, uh, I, would, I, didn't, I never had cash. So going to a Doom Room show, such as over at North End Pub, I'd be like, PayPal $5 to Nick. <laughs> I'm and here then, now. <laughs> then the door guy would be like, $5. I'm like, I already, I already paid Nick. <laughs> Sorry, Show guy. your PayPal receipt. Like, there. <laughs> uh, yeah. PayPal. It's been a wonderful yeah. tool. It's really weird that like, PayPal is that thing where like, it can show you. It's like almost like a, like, it's like the social media. It's like you can see what like your friends on PayPal uh-huh. are like, giving. I'm like, this is a weird thing. Yeah. Like, gave money to person for weird emoji. And I'm like, I don't. Well, that's like Venmo. That's. Oh, that's like, Venmo. Yeah. I almost Venmo. do the same thing now with my wife. Like we pay or we Apple pay uh, each other for bills right. and stuff. That's a good idea. I so mean, instead I of having a joint, instead of having a joint account where everything goes in, like we right. just, I just shoot money over to her for, uh, she pays the mortgage and. You know what that default does too? It keeps you guys slightly more protected from fraud. Yeah. Because say somebody were to get your one singular bank account, right. your money is now entangled. Yeah. Right. And you're screwed. So, that's, so that's, it, it does keep a little bit of a buffer there. You know, if something yeah. were to happen to your account, you've got a backup right. resource. That's kind of what Liz and I do is that like a lot of it comes out of my account and then Liz gives me money and then there's some bills that Liz takes care of and then I take care of and it just, it all evens what out. What bills do I take care of? The phones. Oh yeah, but I and, and the in the bed, the phone's in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> I had the better credit, so I got to buy the bed. I like how that was. It's the okay. I have the washer I had dryer the credit, so I had to make that decision. It's okay. I have the washer dryer. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you guys a genuine question on your own show here. Sure. What's right. the best piece of adulting advice that you have received from your parents? Oh my gosh! Wow. Ooh, <laughs> That's that is uh, that That's is a hard also one scary. because I, because I think there are you know parents handle things different way and it's funny you guys are parents so you know that like you are always thinking how can I make their situation better and easier than what I had it's like the first thing you want to do for me it's not necessarily easier it's how can I teach her to do this the right way there you go because the right way isn't always the easy way and I had to figure everything out on my own so I didn't have any advice it was go figure it out and if you can't don't ask me do it yourself Right. That's so, hardcore. Yeah. So you really were like thrown out there, and I mean, that, we've had that discussion obviously on Voice of Survival. Right. I, I know deeper what you're saying by that story, but uh, that's crazy. What about you, Dick? Did your parents give you any parting? Not words really. Or? No. Uh, I pretty much raised myself. Fly, I mean, baby, my, bear, my, fly. My, I mean, they were there, but okay. I just did my own thing. Uh, my grandparents mostly raised me, but I, again, I, I was just one of those people that. Just raised myself. I, I learned things on my own. Just did it. Nice. You know. I don't know, man. That's really deep. I've, my parents are so engrossed in my life. Yeah, it's totally. I'm still like run to mommy for a lot of stuff. Like so we're gonna see like, him today. Like, yeah. It's like, what's for dinner? It's Sunday night. Let's go have dinner. Right. That's something we do. And I think it, it's beneficial for both ways. We get to see them. They get to see you. It just. Mm-hmm. I think. I think at least for me is that. Um, my parents always just taught me responsibility, just to, and then my dad, like when I got the house and stuff, his big advice was, cause my dad's always been like a, a Mr. Fix-It, he's always just done things himself, and he, he told me like when we were remodeling and stuff, it's like, it doesn't hurt to do it yourself, because you can't break it really more than it already is broken. If you can manage to fix it, then hey, you saved yourself some money without having to hire someone out to do it, and if you break it more, you're still going to have to call that person anyway, and it's not going to cost that much more. Right. Because that's how I was able to manage like electrical and plumbing stuff and stuff that like I wouldn't have done 
myself and be like, that's a little outside my pay grade, but it's just, you learn how to do it and then you, you're fine now. I think also, I think for me, is just like, be respectful and be thankful for what you got because is, there's a yes. lot of people that don't have respect and there's a lot of people that right. don't have what you have and that's probably the biggest thing the respect, I have to remind definitely. myself. Yeah, I think uh, another thing too is that like I think I feel like we all live in a generation where the older generation, the baby boomers, point and say that we're to blame for X, Y, Z. When really we're trying to come out of all these problems they created for us to wade through. Right. So with you saying you know be grateful for what you have, like anytime my dad's like, hey, I, I'll help out and do this, or you know something broke on the truck, let me hook it up or whatever, you know, which is not often. Right. I'm like, man, like. Thank you. Like, I can't even believe that. But I right. know there are also people who expect it. They're right. waiting for the help. Mm-hmm. They, they almost demand it, you know? Right. And that's, I've always been afraid that I'm always asking for more. Like, I'm always like, or I'm expecting something. Like, I'm always like, I am internally grateful. Like, I, there's anything I ask of another person, it's always not expecting it. Just like, I could use this help. That would be great. And it's well, just, and I always feel guilty for doing it, but it's just like, Everyone needs help sometimes. Well, and your parents too, especially. Like, if you have a good rapport with them, a lot of times it's going to be like, "Look, you're going to maybe financially help me with X, Y, or Z now, but down the road, I'm going to be helping you when like life is giving you the finger and you're right. going through the worst things in your life." So it's 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 all it's all balanced it's in different cyclical, ways. Yeah. They can help you now while they're good, sure. If right. you can help them later when they're not good, right? Th- I mean, that's the greatest thing. It's always like, and there's always, it's like when you're the, the responsible, or like the, the person that's with the, the better head on their shoulders of the children, you're like, I'm probably going to be the one to, when you guys are old, I'm going to be the one to like, help take care of all of the little things. Yeah. Which, Especially if you're the, if you're the more local one too. That, I was just going to say that like, as of right now, if something were to happen to my dad, it's kind of on my sister because I don't live there. Not to right. say I wouldn't drive home, like right. I would absolutely, no question, but it just, in default, if something were to be an emergency, she's got a two-hour window before I can be anywhere near. Right. So. Well, it's like that's like my 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 dad and my grandma live in the same town. My grandma's other children are all across the U.S. Like my dad's the guy. Like I remember getting like I was like, hey, can you go run over there just to make sure everything's okay? I haven't heard from her today, and I was like, well, yeah, I can do that when I was living at home. But like, you're the person. Like that's you're the responsible one just because you're there. Absolutely. And that also falls on your parents' shoulders and how they raised you. Are right. you going to be able to take the responsibility of stepping up when things get really more hard than as people, I think, were expected to handle, you know? Right. Definitely. Definitely totally. agree. This got real dark. And it, did, yeah, it, was, no, real, it was light. Really and there was good, had, we had children on at the beginning, and it's just like... And it's just like I was going to side note say, you should feel grateful, man. It looks like Ruby's ran like 400 laps. She's going to sleep like a dream. <laughs> nope. She, nope. she hasn't even she hasn't even tapped into her, her power. any of her energy yet. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And you know, to to kind of sidekick off of what you guys said, mine's the total opposite. I do everything on my own. Always have. I don't ask for help. If I need help, I figure it out by myself. And I have I almost have too much pride now to ask for help. Right. It's because I've had to do everything by so myself. Long. Yeah, it feels like you're letting yourself down by like asking, like, mm-hmm. I, if I can't do this myself, like, why am I even trying this? Right. I get that. And of course, you probably have been in situations where, in the moment, you were like, I can't get out of this, and I'm gonna have to, and you still figured it out. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, if I could figure the the mountain that I thought was the hardest thing then out, I can figure anything out. Right. I like, and it's the point now where I've just figured, and it's very like pessimistic to think about it that way, but. Life just sucks 90% of the time, so if you embrace the suck, I mean... <laughs> either either like, well, no expecting yeah. or pleasantly surprised by the outcome, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm prepared for the worst at all times, and if it can, if it can um, overcome my preparation, then it's a doozy. There I think there was a, there was a good saying, I can't, I feel like it was like Chuck Liddell or somebody, as Tito Ortiz said it, prepare for the worst and be surprised by the best. Like, if you prepare for the worst thing you can have happen to you, when the best happens, it's going to feel way better mm-hmm. than you could expect. Right. I feel like that's kind of how I live my life. I'm always... I'm the like pessimistic. The, the pessimistic, like, this is going to be terrible. I don't know what I'm going to do. But then when it turns out really well, it's like... Yeah, I feel like Liz and I are uh, from Parks and Rec, the Andy and April. It's like the, <laughs> the optimistic, just the optimistic one. and the, But it's just kind of how we work. 
true. Everyone has their dynamic. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's well, what would you describe? <laughs> Dix, what your what would you who would what famous TV or what movie couple would you kind of oh, compare man. yourself and Miranda to? That's tough. Oh, that's a fun way to end this. Oh man. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. I mean, as much as she would like to say uh, Jon Snow and Egret, uh, (laughs) but that's kind of a tragic story, so I don't don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, that's tough. You might have to to give me some time on that one. You're tormented, Brian, aren't you? That's that's, that's your relationship, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. With the smile, too. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, what's that? John and Egret? Was that what you were No, I'm, try- I'm trying to think. Uh, married with children. Oh, Al Bundy? <laughs> Alan Peggy Bundy? <laughs> That's great. Scott and I are definitely that red tired and dad that's just like, leave me alone. Yes, I love that. That's great. I can see that. <laughs> no comment? Can I say that here? No comment? I don't no. know how to answer that question. There's not really a basic TV dynamic yeah, you, you that I can directly a, pull off of. I mean, you're, you're your own Yeah, your trajectory. Own Real world, I guess. <laughs> like the end. Like that's yeah. No mold, no mold for I, you. I guess nothing. Nothing measures up to what you have. I don't know if that's true. I just don't think it's been documented on television. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If, if that's coming fall twenty twenty. Poly something. No, Nate's 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 gonna just make a show of his life. I'm telling you, I I, I think a show of my life would probably be a lot more boring than you expected. Oh no. <laughs> What'd you say? I heard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Incorrect. Not <laughs> wrong. The opposite. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> still, it still doesn't work. You bastard. Um, uh, no, man. Um, TV show people, though, like I, I'm uh, not necessarily TV show people, but you guys are talking about optimism, pessimism. I think that's a good thing to bring up. I am literally in the darkest cavern saying that it's light and sunny outside. I will never accept that things are impossible to overcome because I feel like if you fall into the trap of negativity and say I can't do this I'm unable, I didn't prepare myself well enough, you have literally created an expectation for failure. Absolutely. And if if you negate that like I do and just say no matter what the situation is I'm going to roll with it and it'll be great. What's I feel like at least I see like how you look like because you always seem to find even if you don't like something you always seem to find something good in it it's true because like the way you review movies or TV shows that's how that's how you come out of it like it might not be your, your cup of tea you might not like the way the direction but you always find something about it like you know what that was good like hey there were a lot of cool moments in Aquaman the story was awful and there wasn't a lot of substance but there were some cool things about Aquaman that's, that's great right. that's the most positive I've ever heard you talk about that movie yeah that's about that's about as much as you're going to get today so, <laughs> today's sure. a good day today. To I'm, just that, today that makes me hopeful for the future alright well I think that might do it hi Dave I really <laughs> wa- I really want to just tie Nate to a chair and just force him to watch Aquaman on repeat until he likes it <laughs> Just, what if you could just have him watch it with a commentary track? Maybe he'll like it then. Does Jason Momoa co- have a commentary track of Aquaman? Is that out yet on Blu-ray? Yeah. Oh, then I'm definitely never going to see it again. I, I owns it. You owns it? I feel like you have like, the fancy steelbook or something. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that basically anytime I have the opportunity to. It's, they're so nice. Damn, you spend a lot of money on movies, and that's like 35 it, to 40 bucks a steelbook. No, nah, it's about 30. Uh, Worth every penny. It's right. about 30, and I, I only do it for specific movies. Specific if, kinds of movies. If you remember yeah. the Disney Movie Club, you could get them for about $21. Dang, for and real? Now, and, now Mar- and Marvel's in that, right? Hmm? No, Disney does not own Marvel anymore. No, Breaking they, news. They, uh, After they, they broke the they box traded, office traded, with that movie that they dropped. Traded, it. It's like, well, Marvel's just getting spun off. It's going to be its own thing now. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, you want to go ahead and wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening, both on the on the couch with us and in the audience. Thanks for tuning in. This was Adulting and Easy Season Two, Episode One. Liz, take us home. I don't. I'm not good at that. You know that more all than right, anybody. Right. I don't well, know where we are. Right. I don't even. I don't know. Things. She doesn't know what's going. On. All right. I know nothing. Thank, Jon Snow. Oh. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Dick. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Nate. Thank for you. Us. Thank you. Uh, Skyler, Ruby, everyone out there. Uh, 
definitely tune in for the rest of the shows. Check us out on social media. We'll be this is gonna come out next week. Is that the plan? Yeah. This coming Pretty week. Soon. Yep. Awesome. So then we'll stay tuned. There'll be more episodes every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday, opposite Foodies Watching Movies, which will also be a part of at least this coming one. Yep. And uh, yeah, check us out there. Check us on the socials. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks. Thanks.